All right. So I have no idea what this podcast is going to be. I have no idea what to call it. I have no idea what it's going to be about. Um, but I have a first episode lined up. Um, I think I mainly wanted to make a podcast to talk about things that I enjoy or that are important to me that I don't really get to talk about a lot. So that's why for this first episode, we are starting with K-pop. I'll probably talk about K-pop a lot. It might be just K-pop. It might be other things too. But I found online um, kind of like a get to know you K-pop edition, which I thought was really cool because sometimes when I on the rare occasion that I meet other people who are into K-pop, it's like, there's a lot of things that you can get to know about them, but also you don't know kind of where to start. So this is kind of something I found. It's called 69 Questions About K-Pop Tag. And I'm not gonna answer all 69 because you'll see when we get to some of them, they're not really applicable to a podcast and or, I don't think they're that important. Um, if, if there's time, we'll get to more of like my biases and how I, and like my opinion about picking a bias. But I doubt we're going to get to that because I don't want this to be too, too long. And it took me like an hour just to write down all these questions and my answers to them. I was going to answer them spontaneously, but that was going to create too much stress for me. So I wrote them down beforehand and figured out my answers beforehand so that I could actually give good answers or give accurate answers, I guess. So we'll start with the first question, which I'm really glad this is the first question. I think it's one of the most important questions you can ask someone who's into K-pop. And that is, what are your top 10 favorite groups? Um, this one, it might change a little bit here and there. Um, I love a lot of groups. I'm just really hoping that I didn't forget any like super important ones. But if I do, if I didn't think about them when I was doing this, then they're probably not super high on the list. Um, so top 10 favorite groups. I'll start from, and this isn't necessarily in a particular order, but it's kind of ordered um, from like my top to my least top. So I'm going to start actually from the bottom, number 10 is BTS. Now, BTS was the very first group I got into, like a lot of people. Um, I got into them when they were very first starting to become really popular, um, like before they completely blew up in the U.S. Now, the hipster part of me, which ironically is a part of myself that I don't love, um, doesn't love BTS as much now as I did before. But they're, you know, they're the group that got me into K-pop, and I do really love them and their music, and I think they're really awesome, even though there are other groups that I like more. So that's, this is going to take forever if I do it like this, but I really want to do it like this. Okay, next one is Twice. I love Twice. I love all their songs, all their music videos. Sometimes they're a little bit too bubblegum poppy, but I like bubblegum pop, so it's fine. Um... I actually don't have a twice bias yet. Oh, I'll get in. I'll just say my biases of my top 10 groups. My BTS bias is V. It changed around a lot kind of at first, but it's been V for like three years now. So 
BTS biases V. I actually don't have a twice bias yet. And this is because, um, and I might get into this later, or I might just count this as talking about my biases. But um, in my experience, my bias chooses me. So with twice, like I love all the members and like, I do know all the members and their names, but I think I need to like learn even more about the individual members before my bias can choose me. Um, I've thought at times that it was either um, Jonghyun or Jihyo, but again, I don't feel like my bias has chosen me yet. So, and it also it's a little harder for me with girl groups um, to for bias to choose me. I don't know with boy groups my bias just chooses me, but I'm kind of newer to girl groups. So, or I'm newer to standing girl groups. So again, don't quite have a twice bias yet, but we'll see when we get there. Um, next is Mama Moo. I think they're super awesome. I love their music. Um, I actually do have a Mama Moo bias and it's Moon Byul, but it was it was really a toss-up there for a second. I kind of was like, well, it's anyone except Asa, which is kind of, it's super, like, bad to say, but I just don't like Asa as much. I don't know. It was mostly between, like, Moonbyul and Wein, but I liked Solar first because she was the first one that I was aware of. But my Mama Moo bias is Moonbyul. Next is AT's Super great rookie group, I guess. They're a little, they're almost too old to be a rookie group now. I think they debuted either one and a half or two and a half years ago. So, yeah, they're a little bit older to be rookie groups, which is really weird because they're one of the groups that, like, I started liking since, basically, since their debut. And it's really weird to think of, like, groups that I started liking when they first debuted or even before we debu they debuted which I'll get to um and they're like they they've been active for like more than two years now and it's just like really weird anywho and my 80s bias is Hongdu and my bias record is Jongho um next is Red Velvet Red Velvet is my favorite girl group um I just I just love their vibe and their music videos and everything about them so much. Um, my red velvet bias is Wendy. And I think my bias record is Sogi. So there's red velvet. And then we have EXO, which, like, objectively speaking, EXO is probably in, like, my top two, just, like, how much I like their music. Like, I really like all of their music. Um, I haven't heard, like, all, all of their music, but I've heard most of it. And my EXO bias, um, once I finally settled on an EXO bias, which it's been, like, probably two years now for most of my biases, um, but my EXO bias is Chanyeol. And even, like, after he became my bias, I like saw some things of him that I was like, I don't love that, but because he's like a little bit full of himself, but 
I don't know. Chad knows my exo bias. It's so it's so funny though when he's like acting so like cocky and full of himself because how I learned to recognize his face was that he was the nerdy looking one. <laughs> so that was particularly in Growl, I think. But anywho, that's neither here nor there. And then we have this is a little bit of a cop out, but we have NCT all units, but mostly one through seven. Um, even though I know all of the members for all of the units, NCTU is a little bit confusing. And their only song that I really, really loved was Boss. And NCT Dream, like, I technically know all the members, but, like, I don't know them that much. And I don't know. So mostly NCT 127, but just NCT in general. And my NCT bias has changed a lot. Um... It was Jaehyun at first, and then it was Taeyong for quite a while, and then it was Johnny, but I, like, didn't feel quite settled with Johnny, and then, and then Kick It came out, and Jungwoo literally, like, kicked me in the face, and so now my bias is Jungwoo. I've been watching Jungwoo videos nonstop for, like, the last three weeks or something, um, but yeah, I just, I started, like, I started watching the stages, and I watched, like, the fan cams for all the members, and Jungwoo just, like, really stood out to me, and I was like, wait a second, so then I started watching Jungwoo stuff, and he's just freaking adorable, and I love him, he's, like, I, like, honestly, I wish he was my little brother, because he's just so cute and awesome. Yeah, I'll stop talking about Jungwoo now. <laughs> this is literally going to take forever. I'm so sorry. So then we have number three is 17. 17, I think, again, along with EXO, objectively speaking, is, like, my favorite group, just with, like, their songs and their dancing. Um, and the only thing that's sets them below the top two is that I don't have as much of a like connection with the individual members which might be because there's so many of them but anywho I love 17. My 17 bias is the one that made me really realize that my bias chooses me because just like with a lot of groups I kind of bounced around a lot. I was like oh I think I like Joshua. Oh I think I like I don't even know who else I thought I liked at first. Um, probably Vernon, because typical, everyone likes Vernon at first. Um, but I think Joshua was who I like thought my bias was. And then I don't know what it was, but Sinquan just like came for me and he was just like, hey, I'm your bias. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, Sinquan is my 17 bias, and he's he's the one that really made me realize that my bias chooses me, because I never would have thought that I would choose Sinquan as my bias, but he's my bias, and he's really adorable and really talented, and I also wish he was my little brother, but, you know, I wish all of these people were my little brother, except for the people who are older than me, like V and Chanyeol. Anywho, my top two, they're really both fighting for first place. And I think the reason why my second place is not in my first place is just because I have such a strong loyalty to the first place. 
So number two is Stray Kids. I'm obsessed with them. I love them. I love everything they do. They are like, okay, I was going to say they're perfect. Obviously, that's not true because no one's perfect, but I just think they're so talented. They're so hardworking. They're so... <laughs> they're so like they've got that like good like rookie attitude and rookie heart and I really hope that they don't lose that ever or at least not for a long long time but they're just always so excited and energetic probably because they're young but I love them my stray kids bias I I've always had the same bias but at first when I first learned all the members I was choosing between five of the members. I think it was between um, Thinman, Bangtan, Han, um, Felix, and Ujin, maybe. Obviously, Ujin's not a member of Stray Kids anymore. I still love him. He's doing great things. Um, but my Stray Kids bias is and has always been Bang Chan. Um, also, he's my ultimate bias wrecker, but we'll get to that later too. Uh, he, j I cannot say enough good things about Bang Chan. He is the sweetest. He is so talented. He is so, so hardworking. And he's like, he says, he, like, in one of the three Raja songs, um, I forgot which one it was, but um, maybe runners high or something, but he, you know, he says he's a triple threat and I'm like, dude, you are like a 10 threat. Like not only does he sing and dance and rap, but he also produces, he also leads. He also is really smart. Like he just, he can, he can do it all. And I think leading is really his forte because he really, he really, really cares about his members, especially since he basically, like, put this group together himself. So, love Bang Chan, love Stray Kids. Can't say enough good about them. Um, yeah. And then number one is... GOT7. Um, GOT7 was the second group that I got into after BTS. And I just, I love them so much. I love all of their music. I love, like, they're just beautiful. My GOT7 bias situation is a little bit interesting. It took me probably about a year from when I first got into them to settle on a bias. But he's been my bias for over two years now. So it's fine. And I really really do not see it ever changing like there's this feeling that I get when I've settled on a bias and especially if it lasts for two years I don't think it's going to change my current bias is young day and but my first bias I think was Mark just because he's like one of he's like really cute and he spoke English which like isn't important but like it does kind of help me feel more of a connection with an idol if they speak English since I speak English and so then it's easier for me to like understand them 
um, especially when they're speaking English, obviously. But so it was Mark, and then, um, and then <laughs> Jackson was my bias for like a long time, like, and he was my ultimate bias, and I I really did not think think it was going to change. He was my ultimate bias. He was my bias for a long time. And then, and by a long time, I mean, probably like six months or six to eight months. And then just over two years ago, um, young Jay started, I don't, I think he started bias wrecking me actually around his birthday in 2017. So that was like two and a half years ago, but, um, I finally accepted it just over two years ago. Um, and I was like, oh man, I've been bias wrecked. This is really weird. <laughs> um, but by that time, I had a different ultimate bias. Speaking of which, oh crap, they're not on this list, which I actually am fine with. I think they're probably like in my top 15, but not in my top 10. Um, Monster X. Um, Juhan was my ultimate bias after Jackson and before Young Jay. So it went from Jackson of God 7 to Juhan of Monster X back to God 7, but with Young Jay. So yeah, those are my top 10 favorite groups and my biases. I hope I can get through all these questions. Some of them are shorter though, so it's fine. Okay. I literally have already talked about all of these people, but my top five biases, see if you can guess. Just kidding. That's stupid. My top five biases are Youngjae, Bangtan, Jungwoo, Juhan, and Seungwon. Um, They all chose me. They're all just adorable and lovely and talented and beautiful, and I love them. Okay, I already talked about them, so I'm not going to talk about them again. My ultimate bias, again, I already talked about this, but it's Youngjae. And I do have an ultimate bias record, and... I just, again, they're in constant conflict with who's my ultimate bias, but Bangtan is definitely my ultimate bias record. Um, and I'll let you know if he ever becomes my ultimate bias, but I think, I mean, it just, it, it hasn't happened enough for me to admit it yet, and so I don't really think that it's going to fully happen, but I think he'll always, that Bangtan will always be my ultimate bias record. Okay. Number four is the first K-pop song I listened to. Um, I think the first K-pop song I ever, ever listened to, because I had friends who were into K-pop when I was in high school, and they would show me some stuff sometimes, and usually I was just like, this is stupid, <laughs> which I feel really sheepish about now. But it, I seem to remember them showing me, like, G-Dragon Crooked or something, which makes sense that, because, like, I don't love that kind of look, that kind of vibe. Um, so that's probably one of the first ones that I actually watch. But the first one that I watched that, um, or song that I listened to, it was a music video. But uh, I think the first K-pop song that I listened to that got me into K-pop was BTS Dope. I don't. I don't think it is. It was like it absolutely was. It holds a special place in my heart for that reason. It is the first K-pop song that I listened to. It got me into K-pop. BTS dope. And I'm like, how did he know? Because 
at the beginning, RM is like, you know, first time to BTS. And I'm like, how does he know? So that was the first K-pop song I listened to that got me into K-pop. My top three girl groups are the only three girl groups in my top 10 favorite groups, but it's Red Velvet, Mamamoo, and Twice. And I really want to add Dreamcatcher on there. Um, I don't know all the members yet, so I feel a little weird putting them on there, but I love their music so much. So Dreamcatcher is like really close fourth. They might beat out like Twice or Mamamoo or something, but Red Velvet is definitely my favorite girl group overall. Okay. Number six, top three boy groups. My top three from my top ten. <laughs> Got seven stray kids and seventeen. Um, my favorite song by my favorite group. Um, it's hard to pick like a overall favorite song because, I mean, they have so many B sides that are so good. Um, so I'm just gonna pick my like favorite title track song from Got7, which is Never Ever. And since my favorite group is so close, I'm also going to mention that my favorite um, Stray Kids song is probably Voices from their I Am Who album. Okay, number eight is my ultimate OTP, my ultimate one repairing. And it's kind of cliche. I always go for the popular ones because that's what there's the most like content out there about. But it's got to be Changlicks. The content that I have seen, they just love each other so much. And it is just so beautiful and pure. And yeah, so my ultimate OTP is Changlicks. Or at least my ultimate K-pop OTP. My favorite MV by my favorite group, I was just going to say Never Ever because, like, I think that is. But if, you, if you're looking at, like, just the MV, not the song, although, like, this is one of my favorite songs, too. Um, it's got to be Just Right. Obviously, Got 7. Got 7, Just Right. It's my favorite Got 7 MV. And then number 10 is How Long Have I Been Into K-Pop? And that is since the end of 2016, so just about three and a half years. And number 11, my ultimate female bias is Moonbyul. Number 12, well, okay, I have to just say that's because she's the only, like, girl group bias that's really that, like, really chose me, because, like, even, because with Twice, obviously, I don't have a bias yet, and with Red Velvet, like, my bias is Wendy, but I'm, like, kind of not sure, but I am sure at the same time, so if it changes, we'll see if this is a real not sure feeling or not, <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, that's my ultimate female bias. 12 is ultimate male bias, again, Young Jay. There's a lot of repeating in here, so hopefully that'll make things last longer. It did take like 15 minutes for the first question, and now it took another eight to get, you know, the next 12. Um, my least favorite group. I don't love this question because, like, 
if I have a least favorite group, it's probably because I don't know them or like, I'm not going to like think of them on the top, off the top of my head because I think about the groups that I like, but I did think of, this is just something that I have to say. My least favorite group is probably Big Bang. I don't love their sound. I don't love their image. I don't love them in general. They're kind of older, so I don't like know them and I like some of their songs, but I'm like just not that into them. So I'd say Big Bang's probably my least favorite group. Um, 14, least favorite song by favorite group. This was so hard. I literally, I didn't listen to like all of Got Seven's songs because I didn't want to take that much time. But I listened to a bunch of them that I didn't know if I knew or whatever because I couldn't just think of one that I didn't like. Cause that's weird. And like, I love got seven. So why would I like have a song of theirs that they don't, that I don't like. And this might be kind of a cop out, but I would say the new era remix. I like the original version, but just in general with remixes, I really only like remixes if they're better than the original. And not only was the remix of the new era worse than the original, but it kind of just didn't go with itself and it just kind of sounded really awkward and cringy so <clears throat> that's probably my least favorite got seven song i know it's kind of a cop out but just remixes in general especially the new era remix um i also listened to the a remixes and i was gonna say those but they actually sound better than the new era remix <clears throat> so least favorite is the new era remix uh 15 is best k-pop dance and this is a hard one too because i love the dancing in k-pop but and i don't want to say like this is the best dance but i think one of the best dances is nct 127 fire track um that was actually the first dance practice that i really watched and it or at least the first non-bts one and it made me realize that there are people in K-pop who are better dancers than BTS. And like, because I was impressed by BTS's dancing. And then I was like, oh, it can be even better than that. Like, let's get into this. So Firetrack, I'd say, is the best dance in K-pop, or at least it holds a special place in my heart. Um, <clears throat> best rapping skills in K-pop? It's got to be Han Ji Sung of Stray Kids. Um, it's, it's so effortless and I know he puts a lot of work in too. And I'm, I'm sure he's practiced a lot and learned a lot, you know, in all his training days for a lot of years, but I think there's just that raw talent there too. Um, and he, his versatility too, like he can do all sorts of rapping styles along with singing, different singing styles and his range is huge. And like, so I think he's probably, he probably is the best like rapping skills and k-pop that i can like think of at least number 17 my favorite dancer this is a hard one because i look more at like dances in general and like groups but i just picked hoshi from 17 he's the performance unit's leader and i mean his dancing is incredible and i do this thing where i'll, I'll watch like a dance practice but I'll watch it one time for each member to see like what each member's doing or stages or whatever. And I just notice, especially with the fear performance, but just in general, 
like I look I look to Hochi if I want to see like how it's supposed to be done. Um, cause they all kind of put their own flair on it, but Hoshi's just amazing dancer. He's like the best dancer in the best dancing group. So that's kind of, it's kind of a no brainer, I'd say. Okay. Number 18 favorite leader, Bang Chan. He is the best leader in all of K-pop. That is a statement that I will say. Sometimes it's hard to like throw stuff out there like that, but I 100% believe that. It's all of my heart. He's the best leader, so therefore he's my favorite leader. My favorite magne. I love magnes in general, but sometimes they're like kind of annoying or sometimes they're not my favorite member. And this magne actually took a while to grow on me, but Yugyum is my favorite magne. He's just, he's, ah, I love Yugyum. Anywho. Um, my favorite visual, this one was hard because, like, everyone's a visual, and, like, I can't just, like, choose one. Oh, wait, 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 no, does it stop after 30 minutes? Oh, gosh. Oh, hoo-hoo. I'm gonna have to restart, but my favorite visual is Jin Young of GOT7, and then my favorite rapper, I mean, I think Jisung is, like, the best rapper, but my favorite rapper is probably Doohan, although it's really, like, Bang Chan. I just, I, lo- I just love rappers in general. So, yeah, I'm going to stop and then add more because I want to get to more of these. Okay. First episodes of anything are always supposed to be awkward, right? Especially since I'm like, I know nothing about technology. If this even turns out, turn, <laughs> turns out okay at all, I'm going to be happy. So, we are, we are on number 23. I skipped number 22. Because number 22 is which member of blank do you find hottest? So you have to like choose a group, but then also say who's the hottest. And I'm like, I don't really think about that anyway. And like, literally my eyes, like how I see people change with like how I know their personality. So who, who I thought was the hottest at first, just looking at them is probably not the same as who I think is the hottest after I get to know them, and then I see them differently. Like, literally, at first, I probably would have said, and I mean, obviously, all of them are gorgeous, but I probably would have said that Jackson and Young Jay were the least good-looking of GOT7, but then, like, I got to know them all, and now, like, I think Young Jay's the best-looking, and when Jackson was my bias, I thought he was the best-looking. <clears throat> so, look at that. I'm talking about this question anyway, even though I was going to skip it. but. I don't want to, like, do that because I don't want to pick a group and then I don't want to, like, say who's the hottest. Who is the hottest? Okay. So number 23, my favorite K-drama. I mean, there's a lot of good ones, but I'd say probably weightlifting fairy Kim Book Ju. I'm not going to say too much about that, but it's just really good. You should watch it. Um, 24, favorite K-pop idol who starred in a drama. If it's phrased like that, my favorite K-pop idol, who also happened to star in a drama, would probably be Jin Young from GOT7. But in terms of, like, how many dramas and, like, because I've seen multiple dramas with this guy in them, and I don't know him from my, from the K-pop side of things. I just know him from his acting, but it's Pak Kang-chi. 
who was in Zia. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. I don't like, I don't know them at all, but um, he's been in, I think at least three things that I've seen and I really like his acting and he's also like really good looking and stuff. So that's my answer for that one. Favorite K-pop idol who starred in a drama. Funniest thing my bias or bias group has ever done. This is hard because there's so many funny moments and I don't want to like just go and watch those funny moments. So I just picked something that's just like an overall thing that they do that I think is really funny is um, Got7 doing the, you know, I'm out thing. <laughs> like, I'm out. I'm two out. I'm three out. So, yeah, I think that's really funny. Um, do you own any merchandise? Yes, kind of. Um, I mean, I don't think it's official. I like bought it from Amazon, but I do own some merchandise. And number 28 is what merchandise do you own? Um, so I have BTS hoodie. I have a Stray Kids t-shirt. I have a Got7 hoodie and a Got7 hat. And I got seven masks because Got Seven is my favorite group, and I bought most of this stuff about two years ago or so, um, two or three years ago. Th yeah, probably more like three years ago. So that's the quote-unquote merchandise that I own. Um, now it's asking for top five. O t well, it says top five to ten OTPs. Um, I wrote down five. Um, but so I'll just list them off. Changlix, obviously. Jin Gyum or Peppy Gyum, who's Jin Young and Yu Gyum. Uh, they're actually like my favorite Got Seven ship, which I know that that's true for a lot of people, but at first everyone was like, oh, Markson or oh, um, JJ Project or 2J or whatever, which honestly I haven't seen a lot of 2J stuff so I'm like is that one real um but Jinyoung and Yugyum just have like this Tom and Jerry relationship but like you can tell that they love each other so much even though they're always like going at each other's throats or at least Jinyoung is because Jinyoung is just kind of savage so yeah Jinyoung and then Minsung and other stray kids Minho and Jisung uh or I guess Lino and Han whatever you want to say I I call them by their real names for the most part but like I understand if people just know people by their stage name so trying to be inclusive here um I've seen a lot of Minsung content and it's all like gold and Chanbaek Chanyeol and Baekhyun from EXO just that I mean that's like a super popular one too but I've watched the content and I think it's great. And then I also put Joy and Sungjae. Um, Joy from Red Velvet and Sungjae from B2B. Sungjae, sorry. I wrote it wrong. I wrote Sungjae, but it's Sungjae. Sorry. So Joy and Sungjae, they were on We Got Married and I've watched like a lot of clips from that and I just think they're the cutest and like they you can tell they love each other and since I put Joy and Sungjae on here I'm also going to mention Bam Bam and Lisa 
who actually, if you had like asked me just out of context and I just gave you my answer, I would say that they're like my OTP and K-pop, um, Bam Bam and Lisa, because they're just, they're like the same age. They're both from Thailand. They've been friends forever. And I would, I would be so happy if they, if they were dating someday in the future. Who knows? Maybe they're dating right now. We just don't know it yet. Just kidding. Um, that would be cool, though. Okay. We're to number 30. So we're like halfway through almost. Um, if you could switch bodies with any K-pop idol, who would it be? This one was hard because I'm like, I don't want to switch bodies with any K-pop idol. But I just said Felix because I'm like, everyone just loves him. And I was like, what would it feel like to just be always just loved and hugged by all the stray kids and members except Felix that would be a little bit sad but I've just felt like he was he's the one that everyone's really or I am I guess anywho one of them because then I would I would just be just loved on by stray kids all the time so I think that would be fantastic um what position in a k-pop group do you think you would have honestly like if I worked hard enough I could probably I, I would be good at, like I would be like the triple threat kind of thing which is weird to say um if I worked hard like I can I can dance and rap if I try um I have danced before but I think I would mostly be the vocal because that is like that's the biggest like talent I have that I have had and need the least training for, if that makes sense. Like I've had some training and obviously I could become better with more training, but um, I think I have a pretty good voice. So I think I'd be the vocal in a K-pop group. Um, what turns you the most on by K-pop? The dancing. I mean, it's everything. It's the fact that it's like a whole package. Like they're really talented. The production's are really good. They're really good singers and rappers, and and the music videos are great and everything. But if I had to choose one aspect, it would be the dancing. What's your favorite song? It's number thirty-three. That is a hard one, but luckily I've thought about this before. So even though, like, it's not the song that I want to listen to all the time and I have, like, a bunch of favorite songs, I'd have to say Voices by Stray Kids. Um, it's great. It's relatable. It's raw. It's catchy. It's beautiful. The dance is amazing. It's just all around amazing. What's your favorite MV? This, again, is such a hard one. I was like, there's so many MVs. What if I, like, pick one and it's actually not my favorite? But I was like, I just got to pick one. So I picked Red Velvet Dum Dum because that is, like, that's my favorite Red Velvet song. It's my favorite Red Velvet MV. I just love that MV so much. All the colors, their hair, their faces, like, the the concept is like kind of weird and creepy but like cute at the same time which is a very red velvet thing um i've already gotten into this favorite group has got seven and stray kids but if i had to pick one got seven number 36 is k-pop k-rap k-indie or k-rock 
Why you gotta ask this question? This is the dumbest question ever. No, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean whoever, you know, to, to call it dumb. But K-pop, like, I love, I love all the other ones too, but K-pop for the most part. Um, K-rap is kind of a hit or miss for me because I don't like rap in general, but like K-pop made me like rap because I think the Korean language is made for rap a lot better than English. Also, people who rap in Korean aren't as like stupid as people who rap in English because when I listen to American raps, which like I don't do, but when I just happen to hear them, I'm just like, this is the dumbest thing ever. But in Korean, like even if I look up the lyrics, sometimes it's like really deep or sometimes it's not about stupid things that I don't want to hear about. So, and it like sounds better too. So K-pop is my answer. I had to choose between those four. My favorite cover of a song or dance, um, when the vocal line of Stray Kids, so Ujin, um, Sungmin, and Ayan sang JJ Projects Tomorrow Today, I thought that was amazing. Like, I love Sungmin's voice so much, especially, and Ujin, and Ayan, of course, but like, especially Sungmin's voice. I, I almost liked it better than JJ Project. Don't kill me, but it was that good. Um, it was really beautiful. Um, most awkward moment in K-pop. That's again a hard one because it's like there's so many awkward moments, but also I don't want to like call people out, but I can't like think of any specific ones. So I just said a general like. NCT not remembering their own songs because there's a lot of instances where someone will play a song and they have to like guess what it is or they hear a song or something or they don't remember the name of their song so um I think just in general NCT not remembering their own songs is pretty awkward um I'm sure there are a lot of other way more awkward moments but I was like I don't want to like pick one you know top five MVs I actually Red Velvet's Dum Dum is not in this list because I was just kind of like writing kind of as I thought of ones that I was like, okay, I think that's probably in the top five. So the ones I decided upon were EXO's Overdose, One Us's Lit, which I think like that was like the way that in the music video and in the song and in the dance and in the lyrics they had just this great mix they incorporated korean culture into it so well and so much that i just thought it was really beautiful um stray kids district nine really powerful really awesome uh got seven just right and that is just a feel-good song and a feel-good music video and then Pretty new one, NCT 127, Kick It. I, I didn't want to, like, put it on because I'm like, oh, it's new. So, like, everyone's obsessed with it right now. And I'm kind of obsessed with it right now, to be honest. But it really is a really good music video. And they did kind of that whole mixing Eastern and Western culture really well. So I was like, you know, what the heck? I keep thinking of it. I'm just going to put it on my top five MVs. All right, number 40. <clears throat> Excuse me is 
top five K-pop dances. So obviously, I already mentioned it as my favorite K-pop dance, but Fire Truck by NCT 127. And then um, this is going to sound kind of weird, but these are just like the ones that I thought of when I was like, okay, what, what songs do I really like watching the dance practice of? Or like, do I prefer watching the performance or the dance practice over watching like the music video? And some of these don't even have music videos because they're not title tracks. Well, actually, yeah, two of them. One of, okay, one of them doesn't have a music video. Two of them. I don't know. Anyhow, so Fire Truck, and then we've got Happy Ending by Seventeen. I just fell in love with that choreo. I love it so much. Um. Then we have SF9KO. I just think it's so fun and like it's so impressive, especially at the beginning where they're doing like that wheel thing. Um, and then we have another 17 one because how could I not put more than one 17 in the top five best K pop dances? So we have Getting Closer by 17. And then finally, we have Victory Song by Stray Kids. And that one's in there because. I prefer watching the dance practice to the music video. Even though it's a performance video, you can't really see all of the stuff. And my favorite move is, um, I forgot like what part of the song it is, but it happens two or three times, I think twice. And one of the times Bang Chan's in the middle and one of the times Hyunjin's in the middle but like Bang Chan's like lifting up a shirt to show his abs and Hyunjin's like doing something else besides the move. And so in the performance video, they focus on the one in the middle, but I'm like, I want to see all the other members who are doing that cool move that I love. So yeah, those are my top five K-pop dances. Fire Truck, Happy Ending, uh, KO, Getting Closer, and Victory Song. Um. 41, favorite instrumental by, and I chose day six because I wasn't sure what it meant. I didn't, I wasn't sure if it meant like the instrumental version of a song or if it meant like actually instrumental. So I just said day six. And actually, I really like Be Lazy. I think that's a great song. And I think, I mean, I didn't go out and like look for it without the words, but I was while I was listening to it, I was imagining what it would sound like without the words, and it still sounded really awesome. So, number 42, my favorite album of, and then I got to pick one, and I picked Stray Kids because I actually have a favorite album of theirs, and I could pick a favorite album of other groups as well, probably every group, but I've, like, actually thought about this. My favorite album of Stray Kids is the I Am Who album with My Pace. I literally, like, I love all of the songs on all of their albums, but, like, none of my least favorite Stray Kids songs, quote-unquote, since they're all my favorite, are on that album. Like, the whole I Am Who album is just straight-up amazing. I love every single song. It's fantastic. Um, although, I do prefer Get Cool to Awkward Silence. Um which Get Cool was on their I Am You album. But other than that, like, I just love all of the songs. So that's that. And then um, do I look at a group's music's, music skills or their looks? Honestly, music skills. And I was going to say, like, I look at both because 
who doesn't look at both. And even though I do like look at their looks and I notice their looks, I really look at their music skills. My favorite groups are mostly based on how much I like their music. So I look at music skills for real. 44 is my favorite male-female OTP. I already mentioned this. Joy and Sungjae and Bam Bam and Lisa. I picked two. Sorry. I had to pick one, Joy and Sungjae. But that's my favorite male and female OTP. Uh, what song do I listen to when I'm upset? There's a lot of songs, but the one that first came to mind was Elevator. Because when I'm upset, I'm usually kind of in a little bit of a pity party. And so Elevator is great for that kind of mood. Uh, song that makes me happy. Got seven just right. I mean, a lot of songs make me happy because, like, I get excited when they come on. But just right is just so cute and happy and I love it. Um, 47, a song that reminds you of someone. There's a few, but I chose NCTU Boss because my best friend, every time that song would come on, she's not like super into K-pop, but I got her into it a little bit. So every time that song would come on, she would say something along the lines of, I forgot what it was exactly, but something along the lines of, this is a good one <laughs> or something like that. So every time that song comes on, it I, makes me think of her. And then... The MV that made me cry, I couldn't think, like, I'm sure there has been one, but I don't watch a lot of, like, tearjerker MVs. And so I I went and watched Come With The Wind by Sungjae because I had, like, seen stuff about it. And it didn't, like, fully make me cry, but it gave me kind of that about-to-cry feeling. So I just said that, Come With The Wind by Sungjae. Um, funniest MV, there's so many. Um, oh man, I feel like I just thought of one just now that's like super funny. <sighs> man, maybe I'll think of it later, but I said awkward silence just because I think it's, it's just feel good and funny. And especially when Bang Chan knocks over the camera, I thought that was real funny. Okay. Number 50. My favorite rap part. Um, I was going to go with like something that was super impressive and stuff. Like maybe um, maybe Jisung's verse from Miro or something. But then I remembered I actually have a favorite part that happens to be a rap. And it's Bangtan's part in Get Cool. Because he talks about kicking the autumn leaves. And... That is like my favorite thing on this planet is autumn leaves and when they fall and you just get to like walk through them and they're crunchy and like I love it so much. And so when that song came out and I heard that part, I just like I get giddy every time I hear it. So that's my favorite rap part. And then moment in an MV that gave me the chills. I know there have been a lot, but I couldn't really think of any. So I just said Wendy's high note in Psycho because I mean, high notes are pretty bomb and Wendy's high note there are a few high notes in that song and they're all just kind of amazing anywho 
Best female rapper. Moonbill. Need I say more? Best male rapper. Again, Hanji Sung. Stray Kids. Uh, favorite subunit. This should not really come as a surprise by this point, but it's Three Raja. I love all of their music, and they're so talented, and they produce all of Stray Kids' songs. And I know they're not, like, putting stuff out as Three Racha, really, but <clears throat> still, they're my favorite subunit. And then, uh, it asked, I had to look this up, and I still don't know that much about it, but... <clears throat> just from what I've heard, if you had to be a Cordinuna, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, but it's basically like, it's basically a Nuna. It's like, it's kind of like a manager, I guess, but they're like more involved and they like do, it's maybe a stylist or something. Um, but Stray Kids because I actually am all of their Nuna, and um, I think that would be really fun. And then, which group would you want to be their manager? I was going to say Stray Kids again, but I was like, mm, let's switch it up a little bit. So I chose 17, and I would love to, like, any, I mean, I know they're pretty popular already, and most of the groups that I stand are pretty popular already, but um, I want to get them more recognition. Because I think they deserve that. 57. If you were CEO, which company would you be the CEO of? And I've chose JYP with Bangtan because I think Bangtan will is going to be the next CEO anyway. Um, so I think that would be cool to like co-CEO with him. Um, and JYP, I, I think, is is just my favorite like company in general. Um, just it seems so like personable and chill compared to like other companies um but yeah JRP place to take my bias to I would want to take them to their hometown because I want them to show me their hometown because I'm like interested in that so I'd want Yongjae to take me to Mokpo or maybe Bangchan to take me to Sydney I don't know I guess I would take them there but really they'd be showing me around um, ballads are upbeat. I love ballads, and as much as I love ballads, I'm in the mood more for, like, more often for upbeat, so I chose upbeat. <clears throat> um, the first song on Shuffle is the song that me and my bias get married to, apparently. So I did this earlier, and it was The Rose Take Me Down, which I think is, like, I don't know, kind of weird. I'm gonna do it right now just to see what it is. Oh gosh, <laughs> Take Me Down is so much better. Um, but now it's, I don't even know this group, really. I don't know if it's CIX or Six, but Six Numb, which is a great song. I just would not love to get married to that. Um, anyhow, um, first K-pop related thing to my left. Well, if I look to my left. It's not really a lot of K-pop related things. I guess this notebook, I started a K-pop notebook or have my whiteboard and I kind of wrote down all my biases on it. So those are the K-pop related things to my left. Um, 
what would you do if you could have your bias for one month? Um, I would have us teach each other our languages because Young Jay, he used to be a lot more confident in English. And I don't know if he's still like really trying to learn. Um, but I think it would be cool if he was, you know, continuing to improve his English and learn more. And I also really want to learn Korean. And so if I had an actual Korean with me, I can take that opportunity to learn Korean. Um, if my favorite group came to the door, what would I do? Honestly, I would probably freak out. Like I've played stuff like this out in my mind before and I want to like think that I'd keep my cool, but like with how excited I get just like watching videos and stuff, I would probably freak out. And then I would like go show them my pictures and my sweatshirts and stuff. Um, weirdest dream about my bias or another K idol. Um, pretty much the only dream that I think that I've had, I mean, I, I think I've had other dreams, but the only one that I can really remember is I had one, and this is when I was first getting into Stray Kids, but Bang Chan was like my university professor. And I just like went into class and he was just like giving a lecture. So I thought that was kind of weird. And then I think we might've talked after, but I don't really remember. Maybe later I'll tell you about some um, <laughs> K-pop related dreams that my friends have had which is very interesting because they're less into K-pop than I am. But been to a K-pop concert? No, I have not. I would love, love, love to, especially Stray Kids or Got7 but or Seventeen. Um, and then why do you like K-pop? The best MVs, best songs. There's dancing. I love the Korean language, which I learned from K-pop. And, of course, there's beautiful people and the beautiful fandoms, which... Yes, there are occasionally fandom wars, and yes, sometimes fandoms have bad blood, but for the most part, everyone's really nice and really supportive, and we just all connect. Um, so the other questions that I skipped was, there was one that was just blank or blank, and it's like, uh, okay, and you it could be just like anything. It's like, I don't want to do that. There was one that was... Um, a version of Kiss, Mary Kill that I don't like. Um, and I didn't want to pick three idols anyway, because you have to also pick three idols. And the other ones were top five picks of your bias without makeup. And I'm like, no, like I'd have to go find those. And like, what am I going to explain them? And then favorite fan art of your bias. And I'm like, again, am I going to like go find it? Like, no. All right. This is going to be a whole hour. I talk way too much. I should have split this up or something. Anywho, I don't know how often I'm going to put a podcast out. I don't know if I'm ever going to do one again, but that's this one. Maybe next time I'll talk about more about biases.